Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, this is AC, that drummer for Further North. Uh, hi, I'm DJ, uh, lead vocalist for Toxic Madness. This is Zuki. This is Mikey French Toast. And we're from X Regrets. Yo, this is Flip from Flip. In the combined effort, you're listening to The Austin Young Show. The Austin Young Show. The Austin Young Show. Stay tuned. Keep it locked in. Later. All right, guys, I survived to another season. Welcome back to the Austin Young Show. Let's get straight into it. This is Are You Doing It by Toxic Madness. You hot, baby. So, uh, is this the old rules or the new rules or what? Because it's at a, I don't even know what to say. Oh, you can fucking say whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Austin Young Show, season two, episode one. Uh, a lot has changed since we've been uh, off air. Uh, I am joined by the two Watts today. Would you like to introduce yourself, starting with uh, Mr. Ken over there? Oh, yeah, Mr. Ken. I am the guy that makes people wish they hadn't gone to the show. I'm the singer and play bass. And now we'll do the lovely drummer. He just stole my thunder, dude. So I'm Terry Jones, and I'm the drummer. 
Yeah, I'm Jorge. I am the guitar player for the two ones. I'm going to say I'm a big fan of y'all. If y'all are familiar with the show, you'll have heard them several times with their single Russian Warship. Uh, you know, it's it's a very catchy number, uh, very family friendly. I pay it at all my grandkids, uh, all my grandkids birthday parties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I had a co-worker. I, I sent him the, uh, the single and uh, he told me a week later, he goes, I got in trouble because my, my teenage daughter heard it and loved it. And her mom heard her singing it as she was walking around the house. Well, do, do you uh, care to share the story behind it to the listeners? Oh, sure. Um, OK, yeah, I guess I can hold it. You don't need to sit there like uh, Connie Chung. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, we were sitting around. Uh, Turned into a, fucking it, it 60 was, minutes over here. Yeah, it was it was a bad practice thing. Right. And we we're just sitting around and. Uh, I had read a story um, and I was thought, no way, this is total BS. You know, all this stuff, you know, that when the invasion started, when Putin decided he wanted to be Peter the Great or Stalin again, I don't know which one. And and sent it, it, these guys in there. And there's a little island off the coast in the Black Sea called Snake Island. And so they had like five Marines, I think they're Ukrainian dudes. So they got a, a radio call in from the Russian ship going, this is a Russian warship. Uh, in order to prevent bloodshed and yada, 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 you need to lay down your arms and surrender. The response they got back, and this was verified because people, other people intercepted the radio transmission, was Russian warship, go fuck yourself. You know, it's in Ukrainian, but that's the translation. And I remember telling Hori about that. We just looked at it. We go, we got to write a song. <laughs> yeah, because people are slow. We have to repeat that like four or five times in the chorus. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Now, oh, I think thank the, you. so for those that don't know you, how would you describe your band the Two Watts? What what would you guys? Well, there's three of us. There's actually three of us, so somebody's one watt and I guess the other two are the two. Yeah, yeah, no, we, 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 people have asked that question. We're like, no, that's not how the name came about. Uh I think uh Phipps um from uh, Bullet Machine and uh Black Habits, and he's, I think he's been in response. He's been in everybody's band at one point, I think. Uh, summed it up pretty well at one of the shows, and he goes, yeah, you guys have that Southern California punk down. So, and I thought about it, and I go, yeah, probably best describes what we do. I mean, a little bit of Pennywise, a little bit, you know, all that feel goes into that. So, that's what we do. And the name actually came about because we thought it would be super funny. Jorge came up with it. And uh, he, he was just like, you know, Terry and the two Watts. And we were just like, <laughs> we were like, oh, I see where you're going with this. But let's just don't do the andas. Let's just, we'll just go with the two Watts. And then, yeah, so my mom thinks it's a funny name because we're not very bright. And that's that's all she needs to know. <laughs> hey, who's not bright around here? So, Jorge, how the hell did you get mixed up with these two? Oh boy, that's a great story. Uh, I we I was playing with some friends of mine, and we needed a bass player, and uh, uh, I put a, an ad on Craigslist, and um, Kenny's the only one that answered. Well, that's so because he's <laughs> bi bilingual so bass player. It's not, it's not like I have anything to choose from, so you know, yeah, so like, well, okay, <laughs> let's go with it. So. Now that was I, super funny. That was like 13, 12 years ago. I remember wow. the ad said, you know, wanted a mature bass player. And they said punk was in there. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like fun. And I said, I might be a bit too mature because I'm like mid-late 40s at that point. And I you know, have no idea. You were reading the Craigslist ads where, you know, oh, looking for a season Ter veteran. Ter Terry laughed a little too hard when you said you were in your mid-40s. So. At that point, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but the, the, there was like Craigslist ads at the time going, you know, looking for an experienced bass player must be 21 or younger. How much experience you got? That's just fucking ageism at that point. <laughs> With reliable ride, right? Oh, yeah. And, and chops and the pro attitude. Both that's, attitude. yeah, that's the part I always like. What does that mean? You stomp out of the room when you don't get enough money? I mean, what does that mean? Well, let's face it. You don't get into local music for the money. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. That's oh. one of our taglines with other bands. They talk about something and we go, wait, you got paid? Well, I'll tell you, like, how many people get involved in podcasting and local community radio and then they get mad that they're not being, like, paid or getting rich. And it's like, you thought you were going to get rich off of public 
radio. I think I think we need to go back to the drawing board on this one quite a bit. So, well, we don't pay to play, but we do. But we, do. we our our beer tab is way more than what <laughs> we get paid. Jorge was the one that pointed that out. I'm like, yeah, Amplified wants to come out there. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. A venue that used to have GM in the name. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted us to go out there, and we were talking to him. It was like Thursday night, and then they're like, well, we need you to sell 15 tickets or something. I told him, no thanks, because we, we're not dying to get gigs like that. And I told Jorge, I said, yeah, basically, hey, we're not going to do pay to play. He goes, what do you mean? <laughs> Every one of our gigs, we pay to play. <laughs> we pay more at the bar than we get paid. My uh, uh, okay, that's a valid point. <laughs> so, w- with all the gigging and everything like that, I definitely, you know, Two Watts isn't your first band. I actually interviewed your former band on the last episode, Hex oh, yes. Regrets. Yes. So, what what what's like y'all's musical history? Like, where what who's your? Well, I played in X Regrets, which with. Uh, Mikey and sex regrets or ex regrets? No, no, sex regrets. Yeah, sex regrets. Okay, yeah. Did I say the wrong one? You did. Oh, whoops, golly. I was like, shit, there was a change I didn't even think they were aware of. How can you You have to edit that one? (laughs) Yeah, and no, I'm keeping that habits. And then, and then, yeah, and then we're in uh, sorry for swearing, uh, Ken and I. I guess you, you, you're talking about music history, right? Like, like you know, I grew up with, uh, you know, hardcore, you know, uh, metal and metal and everything. That's that's like what I did, right? Death or like no, well, like Metallica and Anthrax okay. and uh, stuff like that and, and Dokken and, you know, Bon Jovi and things like that. And Ken was more punk. Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> the hardcore stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I want some pants like that. No, and, and, and Ken is more punk, so that's, that's, that's I think that it's interesting, right, that we, we bring in our flavor to the music and, uh, you know, we come up with this. So Until we get an accordion player. Like, I, I love ska. Oh, my God, and I saw the most raddest thing the other day, the Aquabats drum kit. Whoop. Oh, yeah. oh they're, they're re-releasing the... It's a little t- tiny kit, though, so, I mean, that one dude in a Stay Spaceship might like it, but... Hey, but I'm not that tall, so, I mean, I can make it work. Yeah, it might look normal with you. Can I say that I'm really still, I'm, I'm still mad. Uh, right before the world shut down, I had tickets to go see Aquabats and Real Big Fish at House of Blues. Uh, and Travis Barker was playing drums yes, at the yes, time. Yes. for, And then, like, oh, like, two weeks before the gig shut down, and I was like, Still, neither one of them have announced a tour yet, and I'm still very bitter about it. Yeah, but you couldn't tell. All right, guys, speaking of Scott, this is Flip in the Combined Effort. You are my favorite. From Flip and the Combined Effort, you're listening to The Austin Young Show. Why is Ukrainian, why you?
Back with the two watts. That was uh, the Russian warship by the two watts. I think they can remember this one. So, uh, guys, let's uh, revisit that question real quick. Yes. So, Deep Ellum used to be the epicenter of my mind of local music, and now it's expensive as shit. Yes. Uh, basically, you got to pay to play for a lot of venues around here, unfortunately. And if you do, it's hard to bring a lot of people out. So, do you think that Denton, the college town, has now moved into the forefront of the local music scene. You know, that's a that's an interesting question. I'm not sure that Denton now is any different than Deep Ellum was, uh, you know, six, seven years ago when it was great. Denton has its own scene out there. Uh, and the nice thing about it, it's a very inclusive scene. It's d- people supporting each other. There's no rivalries. You can see some stuff in the Dallas scene where, you know, there are some some. I, I just could just come out right out and say it. It's people aren't working together. They're not harmonious about it. It's competition in some cases. You see some of the venues that we used to play closed down. I think that's driven a big part of it too. So now you only have two or three, um, and some of them are different people are running them now. So there's a different way the whole book. I really think personally one of the hottest places, and it sounds really stupid, but is Arlington. Arlington is really starting to build up, and, and it's kind of, I guess, the same way Jerry and the Rangers play there. It's kind of equidistance between Fort Worth and Dallas, but uh, you, you've got uh, Sunshine Bar and Caves, which are in the same parking lot. Oh, wow. They're, I didn't actually realize they were that close together. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of, of shows there, and Growl, which is Wade's uh, from Division Breweries, his record store, there are a lot of shows are going there, and it really seems like Arlington. I mean, we've got Joey from Blanket of Vim. I don't know if you've had them, heard them. They're really good there. And uh, Tyler, he was uh, wanting to come through on May 20th, and was wa- he asked for the Arlington venues if anybody could get a show going there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, do, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Arlington's a fun place. Um, Sunshine Bar, surprisingly. Man, that place rocks. When you get a big crowd in there, um, it's a lot of fun. And I remember one of the times that we played there, there was a a big punk show going across the parking lot at the um, caves. caves, at Caves, yeah. And so we thought, oh, it's going to be hard to have anybody here. But, man, the place was packed. And just people getting into it. It just seems like the unlikely place to see a band. Interesting. So... And in, in your experiences, are those venue are those venues more fun because one, they're paying the musicians more, or is it that they're actually able to get more of a crowd to them because of locality, or do you think 
it's a merge of everything and that's kind of just where the scene is at now I think it's a merge of everything. For one, you know, you're you're not asking your fans to come out and pay a lot in parking, you know. And I think of the way that those places work, you know, Growl, all of them, is basically you get paid based on people being at your show. You're not selling tickets, right? But you're getting the door is basically what is happening. So, um, so it's all based on that. But you still get to play and have a fun time. You know, um, and I've also said that we need to organize some kind of festival where we Amen. have. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it right in that one parking lot. You can have two clubs. You know, you pay one price, you know, for a ticket to get into both, you know, and kind of structure it so you can see a little bit of both bands, you know. That's awesome, because I, f I feel like now a lot of the times whenever you go to see music, especially if it's national acts coming in. Unfortunately, a lot of the venues are Live Nation, Ticketmaster, and all that. So you almost feel taken advantage of every time you get a ticket now. You know, what was a $35 or $40 ticket, now all of a sudden like $78 in <laughs> taxes and fees. So I feel Zuki raised this on another episode, uh, the last episode, saying that if you don't feel taken advantage of, like you're going to have a better time and that money is going directly to the artists rather than a nameless corporation, which unfortunately, that's why I was asking this overarching question is because more and more venues are going to Ticketmaster and Live Nation in Deep Ellum. So to have a last bastion such as Three Links or, you know, uh, uh, Reno's, it's those are our last bastions where they used to be tons of them around like you used to have you know the bone or well that's going back you know wits end and all these other curtain venues. club curtain club yeah. oh. Oh, man. do you remember uneasy pilgrim i don't remember that one but crash stitches was in tea room, which Joey became Owens. the door and that's gone now too yep i got my nose broken at the door <laughs> yeah inner shikari hardcore show got <laughs> flung in i had just moved back to the united states from uh spending some time overseas and Moshing changed in the 10 years I was gone. So it went from just, you know, you know, sh throwing a shoulder into all of a sudden these hardcore kids fucking just stomp. What, I, what do you call it? Stomp fisting or something? I, I, I just call it chill out, bro. <laughs> but uh, Circle Pit ended up getting my nose broken. Great time. Oh, then uh, my wife hates it because still to this day, I snore like crazy after that. <laughs> I did it for rock and roll, man. <laughs> so, since we are recording in Deep Elm, what what has y'all's favorite show you've ever been to down here? Uh, gosh, I'd have to say the the, the TBR did a two night thing here a few years ago, and nice. that was that was so much fun. We got to see uh, our friends Fabulous Gallon open on one night, and and the other bands that came through the next night were great. But that fantastic show, we got to know the guys in the band. Um, they're they're absolutely wonderful human beings. They actually shot their video for I Want to Be a Dog at Three Links at that two-night stay thing, so that was pretty cool. We we laughed because uh, they re-edited it when they first released it. And you could see Terry in the video. You could see the back of my head just because it was the blue hair thing going on, right? Then So we were showing some friends that came over out of state. And I'm like, hey, you want to see Terry? And they had re-edited it when they uh, released it again. And now you couldn't see Terry, but you could see me right in the front of the stage acting like I had some kind of weird neurological problem going on. <laughs> and I'm going, great. <laughs> um, you know, that one, that one's up there. Um, got her mouth at trees, on trees. That was, oh, that was yeah. badass. Totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I love got her mouth. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Terry, what, what, what do you got? What's your favorite show all time in Debellum? It's really hard. Um, we we made some friends at the Save Ferris, so you know, and then we went down to Jealous. Austin and um, partied with them. Oh yeah, their drummer is totally like so tall. Hold on, how? Now that's a fucking story, right there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the royal we. Uh, well, me. It was me and Zooks. Yeah. It was okay. me and Zooks. Okay. I think. Um, was it for her birthday? I can't even remember what month. Um, 
Suki like somehow knows all these ska legends. Like she introduced me to the guitar player from Catbite the other night, and I'm like, I'm just sat there like a dumbass, just like, I, uh, I'm a really big fan of your music. <laughs> well, she's like a huge fan of Save Ferris, right? She's got yeah. that really nice tattoo, and so I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce you to her. Yeah, I'm gonna go over there, and and then time comes and I, and I can't find her. I'm texting her. Where are you? She's ready to see you. So anyway, we had a, a good time, and we were, um, we're really great at m- marketing her and I together. Like when we're out in the audience or out, you know, with bands. So, I mean, Zuki's really good at no, we we like double team, like and. What, what was it? What, was this when you all still were with sex regrets, or was yeah, this? Well, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, okay. and yeah, that, but. This is what happened. So we, so, and then we ended up talking to like the whole crew, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were actually gonna, we, we were going down to Austin because that's where they were next. So we went down there and then we went to the show. We were hanging out. It was so funny because, you know, <clears throat> we're sitting out on the patio. I can't even remember where it was down in Austin, but we're sitting there. I was like, I think that's the drummer. And she goes, no, no, that's not him. And I was like, yeah. That's him. And then he said, come on, come on. And she's like, no, that's not him. So I go into the bar. He goes to the bar. And I was like, hey, dude, um, man, great set. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks a lot. So I was right. She was wrong. But anyway, but then. But then we came over and we started. She, she obviously still isn't hung up on this one. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you wanted to know the story. You wanted to know the story, but we actually started like we were like talking to them and hanging out again, and you know it was like a lot of fun. And then we were out on the street like by their bus like forever and ever and ever. And then they yeah. No, it, we had, we had a fun time. We were all friends on Facebook too now. <laughs> But, you know, anyway. I mean, that's stuff of legends at that point. Yeah, we're not shy. I don't know if you <laughs> knew that or anything, but me and oh, Zuki no. are definitely not shy, so. Zuki, not, oh, man, I always thought of her as a complete introvert. Never would have guessed. Yeah, we wanted to have a girl band. No, you guys need to hang out with Veronica. Like, the three most extroverted people I know probably in one room would be that one. <laughs> It'd be a party. It would be a party. <laughs> Start like a pool and say, okay, who's the one who's not going to be able to say the most? Who's going to be talked over? And we could bet on that one. That would be kind of fun. Like when, my, when, my, when she and my sister met, it was like, I've never seen Terry not be able to talk. <laughs> yeah, could not get a word in with my sister. Or he's the talker of the whole group, as you can see. Well, I, I definitely can see that me and him have the same hairstylist. So it's, uh, it's uh, he is a beautiful, bald man. Speaking of beautiful men, uh, here's Fat by the Callan Explode. All right, we'll be right back.
to take it on more of a serious note on this one. Oh, my one. God. We're so serious. So serious. So serious. So, Terry, well, you had a tired. bit of a accident about over a year ago now that you just played your first show back of recently? Oh, I had um, a, a quadruple bypass. Um, my leg was swelling, and so I went to the doctor, and um, yeah, basically... Yeah, they said I was a walking time bomb. So, you know, please, if you have chest pain that radiates down your arm or your left leg swelling or, you know, please get that checked out. Well, how did it feel? Like, because when I talked to you last, you were saying that you were just dying to get back to drumming. And that was one of the things that you were really looking forward to. Like, now that you've gotten the chance, you've come back, you've played a couple of awesome shows do you, you feel filled? You feel like back ready to like keep taking it on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been great. You know, through that whole ordeal, um, it well is probably more of an ordeal for Ken having to do everything. And, um, you know, he had to actually sit me up on the couch because I couldn't use my arms. It was like T-Rex arms. Oh, no. But anyway, but I was, um, you know, I realized how many people are out there for us in the scene. You know, I... Um, people texting Ken wanting to know how I was doing and you know when I actually uh, was able to go back out you know just seeing me out in the scene asking how I was doing and still people you know saying that I have a badass scar though it looks pretty cool oh I pretty it, rad it's funny so well it's not funny but me and my wife, you know, as you guys know, you guys were, we were in a pretty bad drunk yes. driving accident. Yes. Uh, some asshole ran through a red light going 70 and a 30, creamed us right there. And, uh, you know, you, you, the same thing that you were saying, we noticed the same the outpouring of, we're not religious people, but we had, like, the music scene was our church. Like the amount of people that reached out, came over just to help. Like you guys have brought in us meals that were amazing. By the way, Terry, that salmon was fucking amazing. <laughs> by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. We were in love with that. And I ate that cheese board for like two days solid on that one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, like I, I know what you mean. People came up to like, would come up to us. Like I was able to go to my first show back on Monday um, and just the outpouring of love and support from this musical family is everything. It's therapy. Is your mental health basically back to where it needed to be after the surgery, playing gigs? Yeah, yeah. You know, just the outpouring from, you know, all the friends out there and, you know, the flowers and people bringing over food. You know, um, our food was always stocked, it seemed like, so... But just, you know, you, you don't even realize it until, you know, something like that happens. Just how lucky we are to have such great friends that we've um, met over the years of playing and just being out. Um, and then just the love. I mean, you know, you said it yourself. Um, it was it was really comforting, you know, and. Uh, really, you know, helped me, you know, I just wanted to hurry up and get done. You know, I had like a, a place to be to get better and just wanted to hurry up and, you know, get back at it. And yeah, it, it is therapy. It's therapy seeing the people actually and, totally. and, and, and them enjoying what you're doing. And that's what gives me pleasure. And, um, just all the friendships that we've made. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and for me, just seeing the way people reacted when they saw Terry was just awesome. You know, I teared up a few times because I realized, you know, how important she was to all these people. So it was awesome. Hey, it's a live fucking studio right now. <laughs> Veronica Young and John just walked in. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, this is the X Regrets. No, <laughs> no I'm going to play the X Regrets. Hey, my girlfriend. Ken's going to produce the show from now on. So, <laughs> Bunnies. It's a great song. Just ignore the bass line. Yeah, this is I Ate My Girlfriend. <laughs> wow. All right. Here we go. I 
Well, uh, now that we've covered Max out of pocket, and, uh, <laughs> most punk rock conversation we've. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's where they're going. See, they're old. Oh no, <laughs> they're talking about insurance. I completely forgot oh, what the fuck I was going to ask at this point. It's <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's us. But have so, you taken your Alzheimer's? Oh, I got it. I we was going to call you guys anyone. out. When are we getting new music? No, when when are we getting new music? Well, I, actually, I, actually, if you if you okay, want, oh, he's got something to say. <laughs> Let's. No, 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 no. We 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 will soon. You know, we just need the commitment and the scheduling. Well, well, put that. it th- put it put it this. Fucked. I heard you guys talking about your scheduling while I was setting up my equipment. <laughs> so uh. yeah, you can see that's pretty bad. <laughs> but actually, actually, uh, today, uh, uh, we had a practice was. Was that Thursday? Thursday? Thursday, and I just we warm up. We just kind of mess around. I, oh, I, that's I, right. I, I, Storm power outage. Great Facebook quote. You were like, "Oh, it's yeah. going great." So <laughs> you guys were truly practicing for that gig back in Arlington at that point. Yeah, yeah, but, or the one that didn't. Yeah, or we we didn't, yeah we were no, but it's it's, it's cool. So the, I got a call from Chris who plays bass for the Brokes, and it was time to with his bass. So I'd restrung it, and I was just. I, uh, one of my bases, and I was just, you know, checking everything out because I hadn't played it in a couple of years, make sure it's all good. And I came up with this one little rip, and I showed it to Jorge, and we're good. And he recorded it, and then today I went ahead and recorded it and did the other part. So we basically, you want new music? There's something that's like three hours old that we've got from Garage Band. It's just bass and Kyle. But there's some new music already happening today. Dude, <laughs> all right. So, okay. So my goal is hopefully by this time, because you know I like to feature the artists heavily. So I'd like, uh, Definitely want some tracks when this bad boy comes out. All right, all right. Here you go. So, political, non-political, what, what, what are we looking at? You know, I was surprised to hear that we were political, and I was like, what? Dude, we're not political. Well, when your only song out is called Russian Warship, Go Fuck Yourself, he attended. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, was, uh, it was our friend from Beaver who said, you guys, are, you guys are just really political. And I thought about that, and I go, well, you know, I guess if you're looking at politics as a whole, yes. But we're not on one side or the other. Oh, we're sure. calling out all the BS that we run into. And so, yeah, a lot of our songs, you know, we've got a song called Fuck This Shit, and we're just talking about, boom, just just the stupid stuff that happens. And, you know, I'll probably get killed for this, but I, I think you're in a really bad spot, like we are right now in this country, when the extremes are running, the two parties. Agreed. And and, and so what you're going to get is we, we can never find moderation. We can never find... Just, just, just do it this way. Let's, let's just figure out the best way for everybody and do it. We always have to go to I mean, a perfect example: the abortion thing. All right. So yeah, I, I understand both sides of the argument, mm-hmm. but when you, you, we couldn't go. All right. Yeah. Well, we want to have abortions, but you know, if it's like a tubal pregnancy or rape or something like that, then that would be the exception. Oh, we can't go there. We have to say no. You can't have one. And, and now you're, you're, you're a lot of these situations, the woman's life is in danger. And but we, we aren't smart enough anymore well, to be able to go. This is probably not a good one. We need to fix it. I think the government just needs to stay out of our, our business. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, that. Yeah, I'm, it's that sounded so bad, didn't it? I'm, uh, you might. No, no. You're talking anarchy. So you're not that far away from it. <laughs> I. Well, I completely I'm, agree with you, though. It's 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 we as you know, the American dream is a falsehood that, you know, failed all of us on all sorts of ways. But I, I completely agree with you that 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 statement that you said is very true. And I don't think that's a liberal or a conservative thing. Unfortunately, the conservatives are trying to take that message and say that, oh, well, the government should be out of our lives. And liberals, for some reason, have been tricked into thinking more government is a good thing. So. I, th- I think there's it's, a right it's, it's, amount, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I still want firefighters and yes. public well, education and healthcare. Yeah, you ha- yeah, everything. I mean, there yeah. needs to be the infrastructure, needs to be all this other stuff. I mean, I, we totally get it. But I, I, on, the, on the other hand, too, I don't know if we need eight thousand layers of bureaucracy to get something done. I mean, that's crazy. I lived in a somewhat quasi-socialist. I lived in England for like for quite a long time, and I'll tell you. Quasi-socialism work and quasi-capitalism doesn't work. And the problem is the United States and Britain are trying to merge both together in some way, shape, and form, and it doesn't work. Like, you've either got to be for the people and offer us free health care, free education, 
you know, free, well, not free, but, you know, firefighters and all that, you know, normal social services to take care of all of us and our country's most vulnerable, or you've got to let us have anarchy and stay the fuck out of our way and just protect us for if the British are coming and attacking us. There's no real magical in between. Well, I I know we're not happy about, you know, I I never thought that Roe versus Wade would be taken away you know i I mean so um yeah so i'm you know i thought we were done talking about gay marriage i thought that was just it's done like let's just well what's wrong with gay marriage i I mean absolutely you know what i'm saying why are people trying to regulate other people's happiness like that well and first off the government shouldn't really tell anybody or anything who can be married or all that you know yeah maybe put an age limit on it for sure but what uh, i can't be like 115 (laughs) and get married (laughs) Oh. Jorge, you've been very quiet during this whole conversation. Oh, there's, oh, there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he wants to marry his cat. What was that? <laughs> he wants to marry his cat. Nah, I, mean, I mean, it's the same thing, though. I mean, I was like, but I was Dennis Miller was like, you know, years ago when there was this controversy about it. He had the right idea. He's like, hey. Let him get married. What's your problem? Let him be as miserable as the rest of us. <laughs> you know, and, and he wanted the same thing. And it's like, you know, I, I, I think they should be treated the way I treat everyone. You have my complete ambivalence. I don't care what you do. Well, you know, I, and, and I think we've lost track of that kind of mindset, too, to now it, you have to care about everything. It's like, look, you, you're you. Be yourself. Don't cause harm to others. True. And try not to harm yourself, but live your life and do what makes you happy. And I don't see why anybody has a problem with that. Well, unless you're going to take a gun and do something foolish. um, Hurt yourself or hurt others. That's true. Gotcha. I mean, we we do have the basic rights of supposedly of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So Absolutely. Hey, so uh, this is Future Austin, and wouldn't you know it, Ken and Terry sent me a new song. So, guys, this is the Two Watts We've Had Enough, brand new on The Austin Young Show. Try our best to keep them at bay. 
question while we're kind of in that so like we're we're gonna loop back to ukraine here real quick yeah do you do you feel like the united states people are kind of in a brainwash like russia is no better than what the u.s has done continually to the middle east and to asia during the korea vietnam war do you think russia is repeating the mistakes of their past and our past again absolutely i i just um I mean, I feel we should help the Ukrainians and, you know, um, and I feel like he's pretty bold, Putin. I mean, going in there. I mean, no, no doubt he's definitely he's a evil human being, but he's. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're pointing at. My, my thing is, uh, you know, and maybe it's just I'm old and stupid, and naive and, and and optimistic. But I thought as Americans, we should be supporting anyone who wants freedom. And, and, and when you see what's going on, I mean, the Afghanistan thing, uh, there was a lot of repression against women mm-hmm. and other things by going on by the people who were controlled. Now, we'd use the excuse of the 9-11 to go after him. You know, that's a different argument. But that, again, that was freedom. Some people didn't want to live under that yoke. What's going on in the Ukraine is the same thing. These people just want to be independent. Russia doesn't want them to. Because there's resources there they can use, and so they just like got it. It reminds me of, of the 1930s in Europe. The pre, the pretenses that that Putin was putting out is why he had to go do this, and they were doing all this and bloody. But I don't know. Like, God, we we I, we saw this like 80 years ago. Well, I, I and, thought it was real ironic on. that Putin is talking about you know Russians are trying to protect Jews, and I'm like, oh yeah, because you did such a great job historically. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, 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 because because they were they were Nazis and anti-Semitic, and I, evidently the Ukrainian president is a Jew, so I'm not. Somebody didn't well, do. It's, it's somebody didn't do research. Use, he was trying to use the guise of that. Yes, they were, in which it, it's total bullshit. It's all propaganda. It's, it's, yes, yeah. and and the problem is, is when you have, you control the media like Russia does. Yep. Uh, that yeah, the Russian citizens are going to support this because that's all you're they're hearing, hearing. The car revving. It's a uh, yeah Sunday in Deep Ellum, and all the people with small penises are going home from. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're I guess we're wrapping it up then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this interview's over. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys. So uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. But where can people find you? Where? What? What? What are your upcoming shows? Uh, where's socials? All that jazz. Yeah. So obviously, we don't take good care of our calendar because we were having a discussion <laughs> no, before I, all I, this. Uh, the pre-production meeting was fun. <laughs> so what are our dates? Uh, yeah. What are our dates? So we're. Uh, I'd say uh, we've got. Oh gosh. Um, pull out the calendar so you actually know. Oh wait. Well, we might have we're, we're we definitely have one uh, a July first at, at Killers. We have a May thirteenth at the Armory. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, uh, uh, we're playing with X Regrets, um, so that'll be fun. Uh, and then I think we've got a a, a a kind of a secret Ask a Punk uh, house party in Denton on June twenty fourth. We'll be out there. That line, we told you that lineup, and that is going to be badass. I don't know if I should say it out here before I talk to Dan, so his, his house doesn't get invaded by thousands of people. But uh, that'll be a fun show. Well, don't you didn't have to use his name. Yeah, well, no, there's, <laughs> there's oh yeah, it's the only Dan in don't the worry, FW. All sixty of my listeners, they're united and they'll show up at once. <laughs> You'll probably interview him at some time. To be honest, it's probably most of the bands uh, that'll be there are probably the ones listening anyway. Oh yeah, that's how that generally works. 
<laughs> oh, we're going to be at Kick Butt Coffee in Austin in August. That'll be my yeah pickle fest, and it's right around my birthday. Hint, hint. Dude, so I have never, so I've never seen you guys play live because uh-huh. obviously, I mean, there was a couple of chances, but yeah. fuck drunk drivers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah fuck drunk drivers. Yeah, something might have happened yeah. in between then and all, all right. that kind of stuff. But it's weird because, like, I know your voice of how you speak. Yes. So when I listen to the recording, I, I've never, like, heard you sing in person. So I'm still trying to wrap my head because how it's, it is. it's fucking great vocals, man. Oh, thank you. Thank, well, I guess he's saying I don't speak well. But... Um, <laughs> Now you're twisting but yeah, words, no, I, dude, I have I have totally heard this. Uh, Jeff, uh, we call pops at Killers. Uh, the first time we ever played there, he came up to me after he goes, "I had no idea you were going to sound like that when you sang." From talking to you, oh, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, uh, is that good or bad? <laughs> I don't know how that works out." Well, on one final, we we like to get up there, and you know, we look kind of older, and then we like to joke about. You know, we're going to play our favorite gospel song. Yeah, and nobody knows that, we just do what yeah. we always do. Now some, some country gospel for you guys. Yeah, we, we break into you generally at that point a song called Humanity where the chorus is because humanity fucking sucks. But, you know, there it is. You know, I'm a massive fan of Loyal Sally, and if anybody breaks into a random hymn, those guys do it very well, so I'm interested to see this too. We oh, might have, maybe, we, yeah. Oh, okay, maybe we okay. should do that. Out, Pog, oh, I wasn't sure if you just, got like a tambourine. No, we just we just introduce it that way and go. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this on a somber note. I haven't had to be able to record a show since this news broke. We've mentioned killer tacos. Everybody, a moment of silence for the Chumleys. Yeah. He said silence. Fucking hell, Ken. <laughs> All right, guys, you have a great night. I've been joined by the two Watts. This is Killer Tacos by the Chumleys. Yeah. Hey, guys, quick note, it's Future Austin again. As some of you might know that we pre-record this show, so things change. Unfortunately, we got the bad news that Killer Tacos has unfortunately shut its doors. But the two Watts, Ken, Terry, and Jorge were able to play one last awesome show for them. So, guys, this is Killer Tacos by the Chumleys. Rest in peace, Chumleys. Rest in peace, Killer Tacos. One, two, one, two, three, four. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.